You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. everyone. And for those of you that are in the U.S., happy Labor Day weekend. This is a long weekend for a lot of people around the U.S. A time of taking some rest and R&R and getting some projects done or whatever feels good to you. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am Eileen, the heart healer. And it is my joy to share a little bit of time with you each week here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. Normally, I ask, what does spirit want me to talk about? And I'm given a topic and I put it in the description of the show. And I just talk about whatever comes to mind based on that subject matter. Well, did you ever have one of those moments where just nothing is coming to you? Well, today is one of those moments. I have no idea what I'm going to be talking about. Maybe the what you do when you're feeling frustrated that nothing's spiritually coming to you or intuitively coming to you. It happens, right? We're here for the human journey. And the human journey is not always what we expect or want it to look like. But who we're being in the relationship with ourselves is how we either react or respond to the situation. So I gave up struggling with it. I've been doing my Ho'oponopono. And to be honest with you, I still have no idea what I'm going to be talking about. So I'm just talking as things come to mind. And I think what I'm going to do is, instead of doing that, we do have um, a caller waiting. I'm going to go and chat with Vince in New York for a few minutes first. Maybe something will come up from our conversation. Good evening, Vince, and welcome to the show. Hi, Eileen. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight? You were not doing doing so great last night. You called in, if I recall. So how have things been? 
Well, I'm okay, except um, the only thing is I don't get a chance to relax uh, on Labor Day because I have to work. Okay. So, but you have but, a job. You know, I have a job, and that's, you know, and I'm making good money. The only thing I know, it's, it's easy, but it's really hard because it's easy in the sense that it's, it's like almost a snoozer at times, um, but I keep myself so busy at work. And all I'm doing is all day, I work 12-hour shifts, so I'm like, one week I'm on three days and then two days off. The next week I'm off three days and then I'm on two days. So it's really good. The pay is great. Um, the only hard thing about it is is that um, I'm sitting pretty much for 11 hours on a forklift, 15 hours on a forklift, just driving up and down all day. So and I'm not getting any exercise. I have to be at this job for six months before I can transfer over to the production area, which is where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, and that's what I'm calling about is I want to find out because I'm still, I don't know if I'm going to stay there or not. I'm still keeping my feelings out there because there's a, a couple of jobs that I would like to get into. Um, one of them, there's the Sam Adams Brewery right around the corner. Oh, and the other hard part about this job is it's a distance. So I drive about two and a half hours um, just to go to work. When I go up there, I stay up there for a couple of days and I'm working, mm-hmm. and then I come home. But anyway, I'm putting my, I'm still putting my feeders out there, um, thinking there might be something better, like I'm trying to get into uh, a brewery that's around the corner from there. And I put in a couple of applications already, mm-hmm. and... Um, I'm waiting till November when I can reapply and be eligible for rehire at a middle container company that I work for. So I'm just wondering what you see if there's anything you're getting uh, as far as the job situation goes. Um, the, I have to say to you, not not an intuitive hit or anything, but I don't know how companies view a lot of movement from one position to another when when right. they consider people to hire. But with that said, Vince, you don't seem to have an issue getting hired, right? That that does not seem to be your challenge. And right. so so let's just kind of sit with this with you and see what I can bring in for you, if anything, on the brewery um, position um, or anything yeah. else. Or anything else that that Spirit has to share. Okay. Um, yeah, there's there's actually two different breweries. The okay. One one, uh, one makes um, the cans for the breweries and the soda companies, and the other one okay. is an actual brewery. Okay. All right. So let me just see what I can share with you, if anything. Just kind of okay. focus on your heart center for me, and let me see if I can bring anything in. For you. <clears throat> you know, I want to say to you that, that what it feels like is that, that this is a trying time for you, but the gratitude for working is what you're invited to keep focusing on, right? Yeah. Um, and focusing on stability. I know that you want to make good money. I know that you have a lot of skill set with the different things that 
the different companies that you work with or that you're that you look for positions with but for you it really would be helpful um you need the stability of staying at one place with some longevity. So I'm going to just going to invite you that when you're looking at positions, look for something that would actually provide that for you, that what it is that is in the job description is something that really speaks to you, that does allow right. you to not be sitting for 11 hours, et cetera, and and anything else that's important to you in a position, because I just really feel like part of the emotional challenges that come up for you have a lot to do with um, a lack of groundedness and stability. Yeah. You know, some other people can function differently by, by not having that. I just feel it's very important for you. So I'm just going to, invite you to hold that intention when you keep putting your feelers out looking right and six months you know so for three days you don't get the movement but for the rest of the time you do right you you make a point of scheduling your days that you're not at work getting that movement that is so vital to you for maintaining balance Right. I think that it's a wise choice that you stay up there for three days instead of having to drive back and forth. And, um, you know, and and I feel like that's okay for your relationship, that that's not a a trauma for for either of you. So that's good. But, yeah, um, that that concept of stability is really important. Have you been working on... the underlying dynamic as we've discussed in the past yeah yeah so I'm Good. you know just just going through all the emotions and healing and then uh, oh and then uh, the only thing that has happened too is uh, um, it broke my heart but uh, we had to put our cats to sleep um, mm. it's just very painful um, and anybody who's an animal lover knows what I'm going through um, because a lot of people say, hey, it's only a cat, you know, so what? But they're like your children. And they, that's something they that definitely a lot of people, are. Yeah. yeah, and that's something a lot of people don't understand. See, I love animals more than I love people because people are conditioned, they're brainwashed. Um, a lot of times... Um, you know, like like if you look at certain organizations, they learn how to hate because of the color of the skin, um, whereas animals don't judge that. They don't judge your sexual preference. They don't judge your uh, religious beliefs or whatever mm-hmm. else. They don't judge you. All they want is love unconditionally, and they're willing to give that back to you. Agreed. And that's all they want. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so. sorry for your loss, Vince. I what it feels like from my own experience I can't know fully what you're feeling but I do understand the experience you know our domesticated animals like our dogs and cats they're not only non-judgmental right that their job their sole purpose is to help us to clear 
emotions. So you may find yeah. that without your cat there, that the the weight of emotions feels even heavier, not just because of the grieving process, but in general. They really do, which is why they tend to get the same diseases as their owners, is because right. the, the mind-body or the mind-emotional-body connection to dis-ease, you know, they're doing their yeah. best to clear it for us. So, yeah, yeah. and it's fun. I, I had a cat years ago, many, many years ago, are a unique energy. And I have a client that I see that I do healing work with in her home. And she has a cat that's uh, the, the tricolored calico, um, just like the kind that I had so many years ago. And when I walk in the door, this cat talks to me. When I am doing the healing session with her, she jumps up on the bed or is she is rubbing herself against me, wanting my attention and talking to me during the session. It is hysterical. My client says, of all the people that come in and out of this house, I know she loves you. <laughs> it's sweet. Yeah. They're, they're very amazing creatures. And so yeah, true are. that they offer us unconditional love. It, it is so true, Vince. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So are you yeah. going to bring another another animal into the house? No, um this is the this is our third cat that we've had. And um every cat that we've had we've rescued it off the streets. Okay. Um and our first cat, um uh, we had her for six years before we had to put her in shape. She developed diabetes. We were giving her shots. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point that she just couldn't walk anymore and she was in a lot of pain. And then another cat we had for like 13 years, um, He, I got him as a little baby. I rescued him off the streets. He was only mm-hmm. like three or four weeks old. And on Christmas Day a few years back, um, we put him to sleep. He was in crying in a lot of pain. And mm-hmm. I ran in bed and see what's going on. And he was dragging half his body across the floor. Uh-huh. And I took him to the yeah I took him to the vet and the vet said that what happened was he had a blood clot that traveled uh-huh. down his spine to uh, to his uh, to his spine and it rendered him um, it rendered him uh, uh, paralyzed from, the, yeah. from half his body so the doctor said there's no medicine no operations nothing he's in a lot of pain mm-hmm. the best thing to do is to put him to sleep so we did and then this one. We had her for nine years, and then um, she um, there was something on her heart, and there was a lot of, of water that went into her heart. She, she was keeping mm. water out of her mouth like crazy. Oh, and, um Yeah, so my, my wife took her to the vet, and uh, I couldn't go because I was at work, but my wife took her to, to the vet with his daughter, and... Uh, Mm-hmm. And the vet told her that it had a ton of water in the lungs, and they could uh, they could easily operate. But the problem is, with her heart the way it is, it's very weak. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't survive. So it's just my, not worth it. My my sense is that when you're ready, when you see the right little creature, you will do the same thing again and rescue them and give them a loving home. And let them love you back. I have a feeling that's not your last animal for yeah. sure. I I ben, think it is though because we're 
we're in there. I'm, I'm 63. I just turned 63. And my wife is 75, and mm-hmm. I think we're done. We've had our share and everything. I mean, we're still going to help animals that we see on the street, taking them to no-kill shelters to help find homes for them. I hear like that. you. But, yeah, but we're we're too old to be doing anymore. We're we're done. <laughs> you know? I hear you, and so. it's a, it's a choice. It's a choice. Well, listen, Vince, I wish you success with this new job and really hold that that conscious thought of stability how can you create stability with your employment and and if that means staying where you are and finding the balance being there for six months that may be your choice right rather than hopping from one position to another but i trust and know if you get quiet your wisdom will guide you in a all right, Vince. Okay. All right, sweet All right, man. Well, thank thanks so much. much for calling in. You're very welcome. I'm going to just surround you with lots of love over the next several days as you go through this okay. grieving process because of your cat. Okay? Okay. All right, sweetie. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. All right. Sending some love to Vince. All right. So we're going to go to our next caller who's calling from area code 307 good evening and welcome to the show would you be kind enough to share your first name we've got some feedback can I ask you to call back in again would that be okay yes okay thank you all right let's give them a second to give us a call back in hopefully we'll get better connection. Technology happens that way, right? And then we'll go on to our next caller. And I see you caller from area code 406, so hang in there with me. Okay. All right. Hello. Hello. Oh, my goodness. This is a terrible connection. Yes, I can't hear you, honey, because there's so much noise. Okay. Uh, I'm really sorry. Can you hear me now? I can hear you, but there is so much noise in the background, it's very hard for me to hear what you're saying. Okay? Maybe, Okay, maybe try calling from another line if you can. Okay. But for right now, I'm going to have to hang up and go on to the next caller. And if you can call back in, I will try again with you, okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Whoops. All righty then. We lost our other person. Okay. So we will just see if that caller calls back again. That was very challenging on the ears. So I apologize to any of our listeners. <clears throat> it, it happens. What can you do? So you're listening to Live Eileen and on the Heart Healer Radio Network. We were talking to Vince a little bit ago and, you know, the concept of our pets, right, our domesticated animals and pets that, that love on us, such a unique and special relationship that we have with them. My little angel was a Sheltie, and I was blessed 
to enjoy having her in my home. She participated in every client session that I did for 14 plus years. And there is a void that is left when they transition to spirit, whether they do it naturally or we assist them because they're suffering. And it is such a special and unique relationship for sure. Vincent sharing that they are, they are colorblind. They, they are blind of who we are. They hold no judgment. And that's true. They are truly unconditionally loving creatures. I've seen so many interesting videos on LinkedIn, uh, that social media platform. There are, there are from time to time people that post videos of rescues, of what, what a dog or a cat, mostly dogs, look like when they're rescued. And then they fast forward to what they look or they're loved on in a safe and protected environment of someone's home. And it's nothing less than miraculous to watch these creatures essentially come back to life because they are, they are amazingly resilient, amazingly resilient. It's really a wonderful, wonderful thing. So if you are looking to bring a, an animal into your home, Finding a rescue would always be the most wonderful thing that you can do, for sure. All right. Hold on one second. We do have another caller that called in. Hold on. All right. So we're going to take our caller from area code 307. Good evening, and welcome to Eileen. Will you share your first name and where you're calling from, please? Tara, Wyoming. And it's Tara, did you say? Sarah. Sarah. Okay. Good evening, Sarah. How are you this evening? Good. All right. How can I be of service to you? What's going on? Um, I was just kind of curious about my relationship. One that you're currently in? Um. Well, I'm actually getting uh, going through a divorce right now, and just okay, yeah. And so, is the question about your former relationship, the one that you are divorcing, or are you asking about future relationship? Future relationship. Okay. All right. So, Sarah, just take a moment. You don't have to focus your breath on your heart center for me. And it's focus, focus on your heart or that energy center called the heart energy center for me. Just imagine that you're breathing into and out of it and connect there. Thank you. It just makes it easier for me to connect with you. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. So the first thing I want to say to you is this relationship is going to take you a little bit of time to let go of. It feels very okay. much like there was um, a fair amount of, I, I want to say trauma. Is that a valid word to use about this relationship? Okay. No, I'm asking you. Does the word trauma oh. in this relationship, is, yes. is that 
accurate? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say this to you, and it has nothing to do with an intuitive reading. Um, it It is don't jump into a new relationship. There's a reason okay. you attracted this into your life, and it would be really helpful to you if you take some time to heal from it. Take some time to be okay. introspective about what it is about your life journey so far that you have chosen on an unconscious level to attract someone that is less than loving. Okay? okay. It's it's not a criticism or a judgment, but we attract people into our lives, my belief, and we do so because it gives us opportunities to learn. And the core lesson that we're learning, Sarah, is how to be a loving person in our relationship with ourselves first. Okay. So you may find that the next person that you attract may feel familiar, meaning they feel familiar, but the reason they feel familiar is because they're of the same energy of the other relationship that you've had that has been less than loving. And the goal here is, is to recognize that pattern, the behaviors in the people that are like that, and say no. Pass that yes. relationship, right? Pass by it and leave your heart open to yourself and to attract someone that can be loving to you. Does that make okay. sense to you? Yes. You know, we all have experiences. Normally they they stem from childhood. And these experiences in relationships, whether it's with parents or other adults, they give us messages as to what we are worthy of. And, and those are the beliefs that we take. And if what we're taught is that we are worthy of something less than someone being loving with us, those are beliefs that need to be changed. Because everyone, without exception, is worthy of someone loving them and being loving with them, no matter what they've done in the past, what they do in the present, what they do in the future. Everyone is worthy of love. Make sense? Okay. Yes. Okay. So give yourself time. There, okay. there, there will be relationships that will come to you. My concern for you is, that you really be alert when you decide to open your heart again. And I'm going to repeat this, but if it feels familiar, ask yourself, does it feel familiar because it's the same kind of feeling of the people you've been in relationship with in the past? Okay. And if it is, say no thank you, all right? Because there, there is, a right. loving, is a loving relationship out there for you. I promise you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am surrounding right. you with love. All right, sweetie. I'm so grateful. Thank that you. you. In. You're welcome. Thank you, honey. Bye-bye now. Yep. All right. You know, Sarah brings a very interesting scenario that 
happens to just about anyone that has been in a traumatic relationship. And it's a pattern, whether it's traumatic, that it's abusive, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, it doesn't matter. If it's a less than loving relationship, we're attracting it for a reason, right? I remember um, that when I first started dating after my divorce, that I dated a man that was so lovely and the energy was so familiar. And it's not that my former husband was anything but a loving man. It's just that we were not, we didn't work well together. And the familiarity of uh, meeting someone that feels similar, right, that feels comfortable, that doesn't always mean that that's good for us because that familiarity could be the familiarity of the patterns that we're used to, but they're not necessarily the most loving ones for us. They're not the ones that necessarily allow us to be who we are and to be loved simply because we are who we are. And so I caution you that if you are releasing yourself from one relationship and considering getting into another, and that relationship really was not the most loving one, that you take the time to really be in the experience of the grieving, of letting it go, and of healing it very consciously if you can. You can also do so with adding the Ho'oponopono clearing process to assist you in the clearing. And, and one of the phrases that you might consider is whatever memories are in me that are the cause for me attracting a less than ideal divine romantic partner. Hold on one sec. <coughs> I need to drink a little more. <coughs> Excuse me. on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. Or just thank you. Or in the alternative, we could language it to whatever memories are in me that is limiting me from attracting my ideal divine romantic partner that is loving and whatever descriptors and add that at the end, on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. Thank you. It helps to clear the energy of whatever it was that attracted this type of person to you. And you can use the same cleaning statement for anything that you find that you're attracting that is less than ideal for you. And just language the wording so that the problem as you're experiencing it is, is defined. Make it really simple. And then repeat those phrases, those cleaning statements, as often as you can. And what you may find is, after the first couple of weeks, that if you do it consistently, that you find you feel a little shift. And then that shift becomes greater. Being consistent Having a consistent daily practice is the best way 
to create change in your life. It is one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful tool, I think, on the planet. And so that's why I was intuitively guided to start a membership program, the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono membership community. And it is all about supporting divine members. It's Heart Healers, which is what I, I refer to them as, right? Uh, in, in creating and maintaining a consistent daily Ho'oponopono practice. And it has been really wonderful the last few months because this is a relatively new membership community. We opened it in March and started our weekly sessions in April. And the, the shifting that has been going on with just about everyone in the community has been pretty amazing. And so we invite you to join us. We will open enrollment again sometime in, I think, October it is. But if you go to my website, Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, The Heart Healer, you'll see there is a link there for the Heart Healer membership. And if you go to that webpage, there is a link where you can enroll and be put on a waiting list and receive my notices for when enrollment will be open again. So I invite you to join us. It is very reasonably priced and you get a lot for your investment for sure. I believe you do anyway. If that doesn't speak to you, but you would like very much to be in the energy of Ho'oponopono, then join our Facebook group. The Heart Healers Ho'oponopono Community Facebook group is, um, the link to that is in the show description. You are more than welcome to join us. There are three membership questions that are required before you can come in. And um, I welcome everyone to join us, to ask questions, to share their experiences. We offer community support as well, both for the membership community as well as through the Facebook group, that if you have something that you would like support working with on the cleaning tools, we will help you with that. And it is really a very loving group of people, for sure. I'm loving how everyone is is really connecting with each other and investing their energy with each other and supporting each other with the cleaning. And it's very wonderful. I'm very grateful. All right. So we have a bit of a quiet night tonight, and I'm going to honor that on this amazing holiday weekend here in the U.S. So I'm going to take a few minutes and close our show as we normally do, and that's with a guided conscious heart connection. And we'll do a brief one. And all that we do really is very easily Begin to breathe into your heart center. That's that energy center in the middle of your chest. And as you relax your abdominal muscles and breathe into and out of your heart center, take a few breaths there and just notice without judgment how that feels for you. Do you find that as you breathe in and out of your heart center that you start to calm a little bit, that you feel a little bit more relaxed. It's a common experience for most people. 
which is why I always invite people to breathe into and out of their heart centers as often as they can, as often as they remember to. Because what we're connecting to when we breathe into and out of our heart centers is our connection to our divinity, to that unconditional loving presence that is our soul essence. The part of us that is eternal, our life force. The part of us that is always connected to our creator, that is of the same energy or light. It is pure, unconditional love. So when we breathe into and out of our heart centers, what's happening is we're connecting to the energy of love. Love is the highest vibrational frequency that exists anywhere. And so whenever we put ourselves in the presence of a higher vibration, it raises us up. It elevates our own frequencies. We're feeling down or we're feeling tired or we're moving through emotions that are really uncomfortable. They feel heavy, like grief or sadness or anger or fear. They're heavy emotions. When we breathe into and out of our heart centers, it helps to transmute the energy that is dense And raises our vibration so that we feel more and more lighter. Not as heavy holding those emotions. It's a wonderful way to begin the day. It's a wonderful way to end the day along with gratitude, which also raises our vibration. And another amazing thing happens when we breathe into and out of our hearts or our heart centers. A waveform of love emanates from us in all directions. A gift of love to everyone and everything in its path, for there are no boundaries to love. So every time you breathe into and out of your heart, you're giving that gift of love to everyone and everything everything on this planet, in this planet, above this planet, and the divine Mother Earth herself. And the energy of love just flows out into the universe, a gift of love to all who exist beyond our earthly domain. We are not the only ones here, this universe or any universe. And it keeps on flowing back to the beginning where all is created. I often think of it as the one heart of love, the source of all that is. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied which is why it's so important to be conscious of the words that we speak, the thoughts that we have, the emotions we're experiencing, 
and the actions we choose. And whenever we breathe into and out of our hearts, we're sending that love out. It comes back to us, multiplied. An extraordinary gift of love that we give back to ourselves. So breathe that in. And see that love coming to you, blending the love that you are and expanding the light of love that is your soul essence. And see it, a brilliant light of love in every cell in your body so that you are filled and surrounded by love. And take another nice Breath in and out. And know that you are loved dearly and always. I want to thank everyone for joining me tonight live and listening to the replay. I wish you a wonderful and safe Labor Day weekend for those of you that are celebrating in the United States. And for everyone, have a wonderful week. I look forward to seeing you back here on the Heart Healer Radio Network next Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, everyone. Blessings of much love and gratitude. Good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.